0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, May 5th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWoskin. Matt, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Don't know about yourself.
0: I'm good, I'm good. This episode is for Friday the 5th, so happy Cinco de Mayo to you. Cinco Although Cinco de Mayo to
1: you. No, no, wait, wait. Today's May the 4th, are, so May the 4th be with you.
0: We are recording on Thursday, exactly. So May the 4th be with you on Thursday. Yeah, and we're gonna look at games for the weekend. What's up, Matt?
1: I don't know if you saw, but I think it was Deadspin put together a list of the May the 4th tweets from bad to worst.
0: Oh, I missed that. I'm all about that, though. Some I got to find were, that.
1: Some of them were pretty. There was one from the Russian embassy that featured Darth Vader. It was pretty. Uh, some of them were pretty unfortunate.
0: Yeah, bad social media postings. It's always good. It's especially corporate ones. Well, Matt, we are coming off a week that uh, went okay, hitter wise for us. You spent spent fifty nine percent on Joey Gallo, and he hit mm-hmm. that home run for you that yes. you wanted. He was one of four dudes to hit home runs off of Mike Fires, which was kind of the idea, is that he's been giving up home runs, and he's doing that predictably. So good choice on Joey Gallo. Mm-hmm. I picked Josh Reddick. He didn't get A.J. Griffin, but he got Anthony Bass in the bullpen, and that home run worked for him. So we both tailed home runs, at least during the week. On the pitching side, I had a little worse of a time. <laughs> uh, we both had Tyler Chatwood do whatever, but I got whooped on by Brett Anderson. Did you see this? Uh yes, seven earned runs and he got four outs between him and Adam Conley the other day. My ERA has ballooned to four nine zero on the year, which uh which hurts. I would say so. You've actually taken the lead in all the pitcher categories after <laughs> basically two real bad outings for me. But that's kind of how this contest works. Kind of how this podcast works is that we are held accountable for the picks we make. You know, and so at the end of the year, I want to be like, oh, if you listen to me every day, here's what you got. And on most days, I'm better than that, but sometimes you get stung, which isn't so bad on D- DFS, but yeah, it hurts. It stinks. So got to stay away from Adam Conley and Brett Anderson now. <sighs> Matt, did you have anything before we get into picks for the weekend?
1: Do you want to talk about softball?
0: Give us the 30-second version of softball, and then let's get into more of it later.
1: The other team had four players showed up, show up, and we we won by default. <laughs>
0: Default, so, one okay then. Default,
1: default.
0: There you go. So you're one and one. You're all set.
1: No, two and one. We we won our first game by default.
0: There you go. You're perfect. You are winning 100% of your games when the other team does not qualify for the game. So. Accurate, yeah. It's good. That's good. Yeah, I'll ask you more about it after we talk about baseball. But I am interested in Matt's softball (laughs) bit. I think
1: you've heard the best part of the story.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, Matt. So Friday the 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Hmm. Well, there's some options. There's nothing exciting. I managed to find a pick all weekend that I felt at least okay about. But it wasn't great. Jimmy Nelson's going to Pittsburgh. His ERA is still above five. I know it. it's still relatively early, but whatever.
1: For, for his career, he's much much worse on the road than he is in Milwaukee Blue or not.
0: Which is weird, but I, I mean, I guess that'll be a thing. So that's fine. It's I've got to stay away right now. Tom Kohler goes to New York to face the Mets, but he hasn't been that inspiring lately either.
1: Oh, when is he ever inspiring?
0: That's true. That's true. He's not even at his best, which even then is not inspiring. Mike fulton gets the Cardinals. I'm a little interested in this. He has an ERA under three. The whip's okay. The Cardinals aren't that scary. Would you consider Mike Fultonevich?
1: Consider it, but I probably wouldn't.
0: Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on him, though, because he's the guy that throws crazy hard, and he had some split problems, and it was like, oh, if you could figure out how to handle lefties, this could be a thing. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on it in your deep formats. Definitely mm-hmm. worth considering. Not my pick. I three more names I'm looking at. Matt, Francisco Liriano goes to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. He's 47% owned. We've said that we're not that worried about Tampa Bay against lefties. He has a one five nine whip, though.
1: you got to remember most of that came in that awful, awful April 7th start.
0: Yeah, and Liriano is basically Kyle Gibson, but better. Not in like style of pitching, but just in mm-hmm. terms of he's either going to be real good or real bad. He can definitely blow up on you, but he can also every once in a while just be awesome. And I'm not that scared of the race, so oh,
1: my logic exactly, but okay.
0: If you're feeling lucky, I don't think Lariana's crazy. I've been stung enough on my ratios, I need to be a little safer. Okay. But you could do it. You could do yeah. it. I don't think it's a terrible matchup. No, I
1: think it's a fine matchup, but actually, actually it's my pick, so yeah. You're taking Lariana? Yeah.
0: You just don't like him being compared to Kyle Gibson.
1: I don't like I don't well, I I had him picked before, but I don't like that either.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But, again, so it's just in Tampa Bay is not that scary, right?
1: No, it's not. Uh, what, yeah. what, what, what right are you, are you really afraid of in Tampa?
0: I mean, Evan Longoria, I guess, but okay. whatever. I'm not that worried about it. I'm not. It'll be fine. Hmm. I had two more names. Jesse Chavez gets the Astros. That's not very inspiring to you, I imagine, <laughs> but you could do it. You okay. could do it. They are not. haven't been as scary of an offense as I thought they'd be, but you could do it. But my pick at 48% owned, kind of putting it together so far this year, Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod. Not only does he look okay with a 270 RA, but he's going to Minnesota. And yeah, Miguel Sano, and yeah, Max Kepler, and yeah, there's a few bats, but that's not that scary of a place to pitch, right?
1: It's not. I I could see it. I wouldn't agree with it. Mm -hmm. Did you say Max Kepler?
0: I mean, Max Kepler, I'm not that worried against uh, Eduardo Rodriguez specifically, but I'm just talking about bats in Minnesota that you're even scared about.
1: Kepler's a lefty, so...
0: Yeah, (laughs) so even better for Eduardo. Yeah, I just mean, who else in that lineup against any pitcher are you worried about?
1: Robbie Grossman.
0: Robbie Grossman. I mean... Brian Dozier, sure. But, yeah, I'm fine with, with taking pictures in Minnesota. And as long as Erod doesn't hang one to Sano, so he's going to be okay. So I'm hoping he has it put together a little bit this year. We'll see. Uh, I also want to honorable mention Wade Miley gets the Chicago White Sox. He's down to 55% owned, but he still looks fine. So we cannot pick him in our contest. But
1: I believe it's the first play Chicago White Sox.
0: That's yep. true. That's true. Well above 500.
1: Uh, three games? Does that count?
0: That's for them it does. Yeah.
1: I didn't think they'd be about five, three games but 500 all year. So.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty good. And then Matt on the hitter side for Friday. Who are you thinking about at the plate for hitters?
1: Okay. My um, C pick. Speak. Actually, speaking of the uh, Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, they they get Wade Miley and they get the Baltimore Orioles offense. Sure. Miguel, Miguel Gonzalez rumbles to the bump for the for the White Sox. Yes. He's, he's fact, been okay, right?
0: but now nobody you're scared of. He's
1: been confident, but he's not that great against lefties. Yeah. And they've got, and the Orioles have a few, have a few, you know, lefties that they can sneak in there against righties and mm-hmm. uh, affordable Seth, ones. Seth Smith is at one percent.
0: That's too cheap, isn't it? I mean, I'm not running out to grab him in my roto league or anything, but mm-hmm. he's made for DFS and picking him against guys like Miguel Gonzalez.
1: Pretty much, yes. Okay, my B pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to spend a little just, just in case. You know, I, I got to mm-hmm. make sure this guy gets in there, but. Chad Cool gets the the mighty brew crew. Yes. Chad Cool is in fact right-handed, and he's been awful against lefties.
0: It's a place to go for sure.
1: Surprisingly, only sixty-nine percent nice. Travis Shaw.
0: Oh, that's too low for him too.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, he's, he's he's a I think he's a solid B pick in there as, as a guy who's probably going to play more likely than not because Ryan Braun's hurt, so I have to play Hernan Perez in the outfield, and I don't I guess Nick Franklin's your your backup third baseman there.
0: Right, and they've been batting Travis Shaw like cleanup, so yes. yeah, he'll be he, in there. He,
1: he gets to bat with the bases empty after Eric Thames comes to the plate. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. It'll be good. Yeah, I am. It's you know, it's a little bit of a spend, but he's not going to be as much as you know. Some it's not Nolan Arenado, not like the no. premier third baseman at all. But he has a matchup that could be just fine for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely.
1: And lastly, my eight pick at four percent on. Okay. The Dodgers get Julius Chassin. Now it's in San Diego. I really don't care.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not that worried about it either.
1: No, I don't. I think that the the effects of the, that that Parker. I, I think the teams are kind of figuring out, figuring out how to hit there. Mm-hmm. Just seen awful against lefties this year.
0: Yeah, he's he's worth exploiting. He'll be fine. So
1: I'm gonna toss my my, my guy Andrew Tolles at four percent owned.
0: I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a guy that, you know, I like to open the season, and he's kind of delivered. He hasn't been a stud, but at, you know, not being owned very much at all, that's a guy that you can use. I don't know that he's ever going to take over the everyday job in terms no, of facing lefties. but
1: He's a solid fourth outfielder who get, can get in there against your the righty. And
0: He's on the side of the platoon you want, for sure. Yeah. What percent owned is he?
1: Four. Yeah,
0: that's too low. He can help you, for sure. In a DFS and a matchup like that. I love that. I'm all about it.
1: We've been over this. Troy Tulowitzki is too low.
0: (laughs) There you go. All right. I have three picks. I'm going to start with my A pick because he's a guy that probably won't make it in there. But if he does, I want him. So check your lineup. But I want to pick on Michael Pineda and Wrigley, right? Michael Pineda has been fine, but homer prone, you know, and it's going to Wrigley. I think they're going to beat him up. He's been okay this year. That's the Jekyll and Hyde pitcher. I think the cheap guy in the Cubs lineup, if you're looking for a cheap guy there, is only Miguel Montero if he gets in, is the problem. He's, and he's been playing a fair amount, but he's definitely the second catcher right now. But if he gets in, he's only 2% owned for that reason. It's not a regular fantasy pick. It's a DFS pick. He's batting 389, 14 for 36, so a small sample size, but that just tells me he's not dead. It's all that he is. He'll be fine. If he gets in there and he gets Michael Pineda on the day game on Friday... Given Contreras' arrest, I do that. So that's my A pick, knowing that there's a chance he won't do it. More likely, coming into my B pick, I see Jason Hamill. It's in Kansas City. It's not great, but talk about having trouble with lefties. He's really struggled when he has the platoon disadvantage. We've talked about this guy, the affordable guy in the Indians lineup is Lonnie Chisenhall, and I took him at the end of April, and so I get to use him in May, less than a week later. I'm going back to Lonnie Chisenhall, well, because he's still Underowned. He's 3%. That's way too low, right, Matt?
1: Yes, it is way too low.
0: Yeah, way too Lewicki is is key is Lonnie all at 3%. So, uh, I like that, especially getting... He's left-handed. He'll get Jason Hamill, who can't handle anybody. So, it'll be fine. And then my C pick, if neither of those guys get it in, if I need a safety, pick a Giant against Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo's still pitching for the Reds, and his ERA is over 7. 7-2-0. So, go for it. And my guy and that lineup is Joe Panic at nineteen percent. Not going to do a ton of damage, but some safety points as a C pick. If you need to pick Joe Panic in your DFS lineup to fill it out, and he fits there, he's not going to give you a zero. Is kind of the plan there. So I'm getting the Royal in Cincinnati and that bullpen. Half the game should be the bullpen. I think Panic is a fine C pick there for that. All right, Matt. On Saturday the sixth, I wrote down Brett Anderson going at home against New York. Against the Yankees, can't do it. No way. Got burned so bad. <sighs> I've just, I've loved him for so many years, and it's not there. It's not there, at least right now. So pass. Wei and Chen going to the Mets. Do you like that at all?
1: Going to the Mets.
0: Yeah. It's fine. It's really not inspiring. No. Four through three ERA, one one nine WHIP, twenty strikeouts in twenty seven innings. That's kind of what you expect him to do, and it's not fun. So not. You can do it. If you need a streamer, if you just need the innings, you can do it. But I'm not doing it. On the flip side, Robert Gesellman gets the Marlins. No way, right? Gotta stay away. He's dead to me. Yeah. The ship has sailed. I'll check back in, like, in a month or two, maybe. But uh, I can't do it. Our boy Ty Block has a 2.55 ERA, a whip under one, and five strikeouts in 17 and two-thirds innings. I just laughed out loud at that. And he goes to the Reds. If all you need is a win or some ratio help, or depending on your format or whatever, like he's real cheap, he could be have a competent outing, but the upside is real low there. Cause
1: I just think he's just begging to get mercilessly pounded here. I, I, this has moon pounded written all over it.
0: I think he's a competent pitcher and not based on these 17 and two-thirds innings. I think okay. he's okay. He's just He's a fourth or fifth starter, and fantasy-wise, there's no strikeouts there. So... If it fits your format somehow that that helps you, go for it, but I'm not excited. I got three more names I'm thinking about. Matt, Patrick Corbin's been awesome. Would you take Patrick Corbin in Colorado, God forbid? 229 ERA, 127 WIP. He's been looking good, and a lot of the advanced metrics like him, too.
1: I actually I have a pick against Patrick Corbin in Colorado.
0: You're going the other way. You like German Marquez, huh? No. <laughs> Oh, you have a hitter. Sorry. I see. I see what you're saying. So, you don't believe. I believe in Patrick Corbin a bit. I can't pull the trigger in Colorado, but the metrics look good, and his home park isn't that nice either. So, Mm -hmm. I definitely thought about it. I I get picking against him in Colorado, too, but I'm keeping my eye on Corbin. It might be time. If you got room, check him out a little bit deeper and maybe pick him up in terms of grabbing him before he gets, you know, if he does this for two months, then you're never going to get him. So, Last two names. I actually haven't decided. I'm going to decide right now. I like Jesse Hahn at home against the Tigers. Or I like J.C. Ramirez getting the Astros. J.C. Ramirez was fine last time. He has those 31 strikeouts in 27 and two-thirds innings. I think I'm going to go safer with Jesse Hahn getting the Tigers. Because the Tigers just have not been that scary yet. But I'm thinking about J.C. Ramirez too. I'm just a little scared of the Astros still. Both of those are options. Matt, do you like either of them? Or are either of them terrible?
1: Uh, I do not like either of them. Okay. I I take the back. I, I, I like JC a bit.
0: I like JC Ramirez. I just, I don't like the matchup against Houston, but yeah. he's more strikeouts than innings right now. And the velocity all looks good. If he's legit, this is a guy that, you know, two, three starts from now. What if he's the next Matt Shoemaker or something? Again, very different pitchers, but changes what they're doing. And all of a sudden it works. All right. So I'm on the Jesse Hahn train. Matt, who are you thinking about then on Saturday?
1: I got to hold my nose when I say this, but I, I think I like Matt Garza.
0: Oh, boy. What do you like about Matt Garza? He's going to Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, he, he's looked competent since he's come back off the DL.
0: He's had two starts, 11 two strikeouts, starts. three walks.
1: Two start, Yeah, two starts, 11 strikeouts, three walks. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually had a chance to watch both of them, and he, he didn't look nearly as bad as I remember him being.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe there's something for getting some rest and being healthy. Mm. I don't know. It's last year he put up a one five zero whip and a four five one ERA, which is bad but not awful. Definitely no, not good. No, I
1: willing to say the one five zero whip is awful.
0: That's 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 not helpful. The, the ERA, I don't know. I'm a, a deep matchup guy. So do you just like this matchup against Pittsburgh?
1: Yes, they don't scare me at all. Especially yeah. with Starling Marte out of the lineup and. It, it, it just—it seems like there's just, there's just so many holes in that lineup that yeah I don't really see them being able to, to inflict tremendous amounts of damage on Matt Garza. I mean, that being said, he's probably going to go out and get lit for you know nine runs in an inning.
0: That was—I was, was going to say—that was my famous last words until Adam Conley sunk my ship. Basically, <laughs> was how <laughs> bad could the Pirates hit him, and they did. They did, they did oh. about that. But you know, one game can't change your opinion too much. I I agree. I'm not that scared of Pirates. So not a bunch of upside with Matt Garza, but could be a sneaky streamer. And the thing is, if you're playing DFS and this works, nobody else is going to pick Matt Garza. No. And there's points there, and that's one of those DFS strategies we haven't talked about a bunch this year. But if you're picking the guy nobody else picks and he hits, that's all net points. You know, if you picked Manny Machado on Thursday and he had his big game, yeah, so did everybody else. What are you getting out of that? So exactly, depending on your format, I I don't think you're nuts at yeah. all. It, it's doable. And then Matt on the hitter side on Saturday. Oh, my other honorable mention was Brandon McCarthy going to San Diego. He's uh, interesting. No. Too owned? No,
1: he's like way huh? over. Yeah,
0: that, that's my honorable mention. He's fifty-eight percent owned. Yeah. So
1: because I honestly I would I would have picked B Mac if he was. Yeah. That's a much better pick than Matt Garza. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you can pick him up to stream him or afford him in DFS or something, I'm totally fine with Brandon oh, McCarthy yeah. I, as a I,
1: cheaper I think that's a, that's a great play, especially in, yep. in, San, in San Diego. Love that. Love him all the yep. day. Huh?
0: That is for you guys, not for us. Our own rules will not allow us to use them, but nope. you should. I'm fine with that. Okay, Matt, hitters on Saturday. how are you okay. thinking?
1: I, I, got some, I got some deep some, some deep cuts here. I
0: do, too. I do, too. I'm excited to Wait, hear you know, who I, I have them.
1: I have a, a guy that I'm pretty sure you didn't know was in the league.
0: Okay, all right. We'll see. I might have a few for you too.
1: Okay, I'll go with my A and B picks first, and then I'll okay. then I'll, 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 go, I'll go A to C. There you go. All right, because it doesn't make sense to do my A and B and then do my C last. That's just the natural order. <laughs> uh, a pick. I'm picking against Clayton Richard.
0: Okay, why not? That's fine. I'm,
1: I'm sticking with the with the, with the Dodgers outfield. Uh, this this uh-huh. time, I'm looking for a righty against the lefty.
0: Is it Big Frogoo?
1: It is the Big Froggu. Zero percent owned.
0: Froggu's back. He went. You know, he was hurt. And he went on the DL. He had a. I know he hit at least one home run in rehabbing. He's gonna be fine. He gets a lefty. I'm all about it.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm actually picking against your your good friend Ty Block.
0: Okay, I'm fine with that, too.
1: The peripherals just, just screaming to me, he's going to get moon-pounded, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Going to Cincinnati, I just, I, I think that's where it's probably going to happen.
0: Right, and the Giants bullpen, whatever.
1: Oh, yeah, They're not afraid.
0: So who do you like for Cincinnati?
1: Cincinnati I, I'm going to roll Scott Schebler out there at 42%. Because
0: he has a bunch of homers, and why not, right? He's got a
1: ton of homers. Yeah,
0: and hopefully he can hit a mistake. You say 42%? Yeah. Yeah, that's... If he keeps hitting him, keep an eye on him. I don't know that he's going to do a lot else, but that you don't care in DFS. It'll be fine if you X on one, sure. And then who's your C pick? You got a guy against uh, Patrick Corbin in Colorado? I do. Okay.
1: Now, you have to dig deep to find a righty in Colorado because it's just they're so left-handed outside of I think and, and Nolan Arenado is the only like big righty bad. And Trevor Story too.
0: Mark Reynolds is right-handed, I think.
1: Correct. Yeah, but he's like yeah. in like eighty percent owned.
0: Yeah, he's blown up.
1: I've got another 0% guy.
0: Awesome. We're digging deep in Colorado. If he
1: sneaks in there, he's right-handed. Mm-hmm. He gets Patrick Corbin, who he, he has been death to lefties. He's been hittable against righties this year. I think his OPS yep. is just just a hair under 800 for the season. Mm-hmm. Pat Valaika.
0: Okay. What do you like about Pat Valaika?
1: He's right-handed, limited sample size, but he's shown confidence against lefties. Yeah. you know Why, why not S- sneak in there on a Saturday? Sure.
0: That's his job. Yeah. That is his job for the Rockies, is to get those lefties and And come off the bench. Also, he's on
1: the roster.
0: Yeah, most importantly, (laughs) (laughs) eligible to play. That is what you need from him. Indeed. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. It's a C pick. If you're looking for a guy real sneaky on Saturday, if you're checking the lineups right before you do your DFS and you see him in there, again, nobody else is going to pick him, and it's not going to cost you much. So you can maybe put him with Nolan Arenado or something and hope that they— stacked together. it would be good. All right. On Saturday for me, I wrote five names down. A couple of them are from the same team. So if I want to pick against Martin Perez with Seattle, our boy Taylor Motter is 20% owned, which is still pretty low, but he can come off the bench and face a lefty. And so if he gets in there, I'm fine with that. Also, they've been playing Guillermo Heredia against Martin Perez. He's uh 1%. He's right-handed. He plays in the outfield. It's just cheap guys. Those are like my, I guess not even my C picks. That's D and E. But I'm fine with right-handed Mariners bats getting Martin Perez because he's whatever. Also not uh, that inspiring of a guy we've talked about a few times, but you see Nick Tepish getting, hosting the Red Sox and you just got to go, yeah, of course I want Red Sox bats and our favorite cheap Red Sox bat who still hasn't impressed that much, but price still low. If you want Mitch Moreland getting Nick Tepish, he's only 21% owned. And Nick Teppish, I think, is making his debut this year. Nobody's scary at all. You'd be fine with most Red Sox getting him in Texas, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think you would, yeah.
0: Yeah, it'd be fine. But I have a little more creative picks at A and B. I kind of switched which way I wanted to do them. But I think at B, I'm going to go with Matt's boy, De DeShields Jr. Matt infamously was down on him last year and was correct because he had a bad year last year. and got sent down. But he's back to leading off for the Rangers, He's going to go to Seattle and face Chase De Jong, And I'm totally fine with that. A leadoff guy against a bad pitcher for 9% and a guy who can run. He's already stolen like five bags. So I don't know. There's a stolen base in there and probably some runs if they can blow him up, which I think they can. Mm-hmm. So at 9%, if you want some cheap speed, Delino Shields should be just fine. And he might lose his leadoff job two weeks from now. But right now they're using him, so I'm into it. And then, Matt, I have a guy that you probably recognize the name, but I don't know that you would have bet he was in the league either. Also batting leadoff, but for the Royals, he gets Josh Tomlin. The Royals have been leading off with Whit Merrifield. Oh, I know Whit Can you tell me <laughs> anything about Whit Merrifield?
1: I, I just watched, you know, the, the White Sox just played the Royals. Of course I know Whit Merrifield.
0: Yeah, well, he's leading off for him, and he's right-handed, and Josh Tomlin has just been beat up this year, especially by right-handed bats. In Whit Merrifield's leading off, playing second base, he's not a super exciting guy. Don't run out and grab him in your fantasy league or anything. But I think he's totally capable of doing damage against Josh Tomlin. Uh, to be clear, this is a pick against Josh Tomlin more than it is an endorsement of Whit Merrifield. But in this kind of contest, that is totally a thing you can do because Josh Tomlin's ERA is 8.87. Holy moly! And you're not really seeking homers with Whit Merrifield. You're just you going to get some get on base and score, and he's allowed enough runs. I want the leadoff guy against the guy giving up that many runs. So, yeah. 2% owned, Whit Merrifield, and if he doesn't make it in, I want Delano, and if they both don't make it in, I got guys after that on Saturday. So, Matt, for Sunday, getaway day, also a tougher pick day. I had a little bit of issues here. Your boy Trevor Bauer goes to Kansas City. He has thirty one strikeouts and twenty seven innings. He's delivering on that part. His ERA is also seven six seven. But the Royals have also had a remarkably bad offense so far this year. Real, real bad. Mm -hmm. Would you consider Trevor Bauer here? Is is the bad Royals offense bad enough to overcome Trevor Bauer's bad pitching?
1: (laughs) Interesting. Anything
0: can happen here, I feel like. It's like the immovable object,
1: (laughs) right? I I I have to think about it. There was a matchup that I actually I, I, I wondered that exact same thing. It was like a yeah. A, a mediocre White Sox pitter, pitcher and a mediocre White Sox hitter. I can't remember who it was. And I, I had the same feeling, but I would go on the side of Bauer just because I believe he I believe in the skill.
0: Yeah. And the strikeouts allow for a point basement. Where you're like even if he's not great there'll be some strikeouts and some points.
1: I would yeah, I would think so, yes.
0: But boy, it's not inspiring. But it's worth thinking about. How about your boy, Zach Davies, going to Pittsburgh? If you'd consider Matt Garza, you would consider Zach Davies, right?
1: Zach Davies is my pick, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, if you can take Matt Garza, you can take Zach Davies. That's fine. Mm. It's Pittsburgh. It's Sunday. I don't love Zach Davies. He's showing, he's looked a little bit better so far, but you could do that for sure. Anything special to that, or is it really just betting against Pittsburgh again?
1: Again, betting against Pittsburgh, uh, he's mm-hmm. been less bad in his last two outings. You know, his first two were really rough then not so rough then actually competent against Cincinnati and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You know, 22 strikeouts in 24 innings, 11 walks, but most of that came in the, fir- in the first few starts. Yeah, I'm willing to think that Zach Davies is not a 6 year pitcher.
0: Yep, he's looking better, and it's not a scary matchup. I'm fine with it, for sure. And it's a weekday. The other guys I had on Sunday, Tyler Chatwood gets the D-backs. He's been whatever I like him on the road a lot more. He's definitely one of those course pitchers that unsurprisingly prefers being away from course, and I don't love a matchup against the d backs either, so interested in the pitcher and not there. How about Daniel Norris going to Oakland? He's a one seven oh whip that's kind of terrifying
1: right yeah, i i then again i, I wouldn't pick Zach Davis as a one eight five whip, so
0: right. I'd consider Norris, but I don't love it i I don't know all right, so maybe, but my pick. Chris Tillman is making his first start of the year. His shoulder's oh. been banged up. He's coming out. He gets the White Sox at home. And Chris Tillman had a 377 ERA last year, a 128 whip, so he's not exactly amazing, but competent enough. I don't think he's going to go that deep, but I'm hoping to not be too scared of the first place White Sox. And yeah, it's his first start of the year. So upside is low, but I didn't see much else I liked on Sunday. You like Chris Tillman at all? on Sunday.
1: I actually kind of like that pick, yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. Again, they're not going to let him run eight innings. He's not going to reach double-digit strikeouts, but it feels safe enough for me that hopefully I can get five or six good innings there. So, I have him. Uh, If he's sitting around in your deep format, go ahead and grab him, because he's back, and people maybe didn't draft him because he was on the DL, and so you would rather grab him now instead of after he throws, you know, five innings, one run on Sunday, and everyone goes, oh, crap, Chris Tillman's here. Uh, Go ahead and grab him now. And then if he flames out in a few weeks, you can throw him back. But thinking about keeping an eye on him. Also, Alex Cobb gets the Blue Jays. He's 51% owned. So also right over the line for us. Still not scared of the Blue Jays, especially on Sunday. So, I mean, he has things to straighten out, but that is an option. Mm -hmm. Were there any other starters you considered on Sunday?
1: Not really, no. I think we ran it down pretty well. It was ugly.
0: It was ugly. It's not great. And then, all right, Matt, how about hitters? Who are you thinking about on Sunday, on getaway day?
1: Okay. My C pick just because I'm not sure if he's 100 percent healthy, he's got the day to day next to his name. So I'm not I'm not sure if that means he's out out or just yeah.
0: And you know, who knows by Sunday? Hard to true, tell as far in advance.
1: True, true. So um, my C pick is Travis Darno. I'm
0: fine with that. Absolutely, because he gets Justin Nicolino. So yes. whatever, right? It's
1: righty on lefty in favor of Darno. Nicolino is awful Bad. against right. He just not, not, not a good, good pitcher. In, in particular against righties, he just gets whomped. Mm-hmm. Darno, fantastic against lefties.
0: Yeah. What percentage owned is Darno?
1: Uh, 22, surprisingly.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's just fine for a guy that can totally hit that guy. Yeah, I'm into that.
1: And he's a C pick. That's assuming he sneaks. In. Assuming he's in fact healthy and sneaks in there.
0: Yep. Check your lineups. But
1: yeah, he re-injured his wrist, his second straight absence. If he was really hurt, he'd be in the DL by now, right?
0: You'd think so. I don't know. It's the Mets. How can you tell? No idea. They might trot him back out there and see how he feels.
1: It's a sore right <laughs> wrist. He's not even sprained. So there you oh. go.
0: He probably told them that he's fine, and then they'll just <laughs> let him go back out there. So, I'm good, guys. It's fine. I can play through it. Don't worry about it. A, and they're like, okay. Yeah. Oh boy. So, Sorry, Max.
1: Travis Turner. No, I, I, I I was looking for a, a cheap rating against Justin Nicolino, and he was it. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: uh B pick. I'm gonna. I'll roll Joe, Joe Panic out there as my B pick at 19% okay. owned yeah. against Cincinnati.
0: Yep, he gets Scott Feldman. It's going to be just fine.
1: Yeah, lefty and righty again. And lastly, my A pick, Matt Latos.
0: Yes, you just circled that immediately, didn't
1: you? Yes. And I I wanted a lefty against him, against the right. And I found Logan Morrison, who has an OPS against righties over 900 for the season with six home runs. I think he gets number seven.
0: He's been totally fine this year. Yeah. And
1: possibly number eight if he hits one on Sat on, on Friday or Saturday.
0: Yeah. He's been totally fine this year. I like that. Matt, my list looks a lot like yours. Not quite. But I was right there with you on most of these. Uh absolutely. My D pick, my honorable mention, is Joe Panic. I had him also, I mentioned him earlier in the show. We understand, you know, you're not seeking a homer there, but when he gets a bad righty, he can definitely give you a not zero. I like that. And nineteen percent is too low. I'm going to come back to my C pick. Uh My B pick, I also have Logan Morrison against Latos. Same thing, 10% is too low for a guy who has skills and has shown that he's healthy and doing it. My okay. C pick, Matt, we haven't mentioned him or picked him yet this year. So Mike Fires before this last start, we were like, hey, Homer happy. And then he gave up four homers. And so <laughs> I'm just like emboldened, and I'm like, I'm going to pick against Mike Fires." And you know what? Mike Fires right-handed, traditionally and consistently pounded by right-handers, and he gets the Angels. So who right. do we pick from the Angels lineup that's right-handed that could pound Mike Fires when he's on this Homer happy stretch? I'm writing him down as my C pick. I don't know if we'll ever use him this year. Mike Trout, 99% owned, absolutely on fire, a little bit hurt. There's not much to brag about if he does well. And you know what I think with this show, it's like sometimes you got to know when to spend and when not. He's hitting... 358. When I look right now, he has eight homers. He's amazing. He's incredible. There's no analysis here other than know when to spend and getting Mike Fires is it right?
1: Yeah, I I can't I can't disagree with any of that analysis. I really can't.
0: Yeah, I use my C pick. I probably won't use him. It's not going on the chart probably. I'm just letting you guys know that duh pick Mike Mike Trout. But that might be a day to spend is getting Mike Fires because Mike Fires can't keep the ball in the park right now, and uh-huh. I think he he's, might get beat up by the Angels.
1: Fortune though, he's got to.
0: Yes. Yeah. But I mean, when you fill out a DFS stack, you're usually, you know, paying for at least a couple studs somewhere, whether it's your ace or your, you know, outfielder or your first baseman, whatever. And Mm -hmm. if I were spending on somebody, stars and scrubs, I'm fine with that. Uh, That's my C pick. I have Logan Morrison at 10% above that. And then above that, I also picked against Justin Nicolino, but my cheap right hander from the Mets lineup. He just got back because he was hurt. Wilmer Flores. Yeah, that's room. his job, is hit lefties. He only got back like two days ago. He's 3% owned. I'm making my A pick because I don't know that he'll play because he's often on the bench. But I think that on a Sunday he gets in there against a lefty. And that's his job, is hit lefties. So I like that. That's a bad lefty. He should start. Wilmer Flores, 3%, pretty under the radar. But I like Travis Darno, too. I like any Mets righties that you like. They're going to whoop on him. It's going to be mm-hmm. fine. So Matt, did you have anything else about baseball this weekend?
1: No, I don't.
0: <laughs> no. We we gave it the rundown over these yeah, few we, days.
1: We ran it down really well. Um no I, I can't believe the White Sox are still competent. I can't believe the, the Brewers are still competent.
0: Yeah, it's been an okay first month of the season.
1: Yeah, it it's it's been good you know, it's been good following those two teams for the first month. You know, it's uh you know, I, I look forward to the games with them a lot more than I thought I would.
0: Yeah. We'll check back in a month, but right now <laughs> it's still good. Everything's all <laughs> yes, I know that your expectations are in check for sure. Oh, God, yeah. yes matt what about softball anything other than your four person you know win over a team that didn't jump
1: these guys were super cool they were exact exact opposite of beardy from last week who i i didn't yeah. i didn't see i didn't bump in. i was i was i thought i was going to bump into him because all, all the teams play at the same time and i didn't yeah so i didn't i didn't see beardy so i don't know he, what he's up to but these guys i have a chill. rival
0: I, I do are you gonna play them again or do you play each team once do you like circle on the calendar when you get your rematch
1: I believe we played each team twice so i i cannot oh. wait for that matchup
0: there you go that'll be good so, so you played a team that didn't show up but they were pretty cool
1: yeah they, they were it was four guys that showed up yeah they're like yeah look we we work for a healthcare organization and you know they just nobody else showed up it was all four dudes too like they, they couldn't yeah. get any of the women to, to participate so so
0: did you guys do like a scrimmage
1: yeah we did we yeah we practiced for a bit uh, again they were super cool. chill you know they were, they were great to play with You yeah, know, nobody was being being a jerk
0: did you get to pitch
1: I did. I, I threw. I threw for a bit. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, right. Was, on. It, That's it, a good.
1: It, I can already tell that I've I've learned a lot. There are just a few things that I gotta you know watch as far as delivery to uh to ensure that I throw strikes. And I think I figured. That's out. That's awesome.
0: To... Well, that is an unexciting but good and positive update this week. So this Friday. Yeah. So I'm into it. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for no, the weekend? I, I gotta get the laundry. I gotta roll, dude. <laughs> okay, we're gonna roll. Matt is on Twitter at mattd_dfs. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Holler to us about anything, about if you think our picks are dumb or you agree or they help you out. Hopefully you don't think our picks are too dumb, but we like to uh, debate and talk about what's going on. So, yeah, let us know who you're going with. And, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you on Monday.
1: Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Dreams podcast.